listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hi guys, welcome to Gospel Garage. Yeah, welcome. Wow. We just want to say um, how grateful we are to serve God with his global family. And man, we might never meet every single one of his people on his planet, but we are a beautiful family made up of men and women who are so complex and so different, broken and glued back together by his mercy and created by God, people of like all ages all shapes and sizes, all languages, all economic levels, cities, towns, villages, you know, remote spots and the nearby hubs of like the big city, Vancouver. And know that we grieve with you, we grieve with each other, we celebrate with you, we celebrate with you. And whoa, it's like 52 Saturday nights with you guys. And we are so humbled and thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's hard to believe 52 weeks, a whole year has gone by. Yes. Like mm. a flash. Yeah, amazing. Amazing grace, his mercy, his wisdom, his encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just pray. Thank you, God, for the ability to um, come together virtually, like mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. Thank you that we have this opportunity. And, you know, whether anybody is listening or not, it's, we're just grateful that we've been able to set aside time yeah. on a regular basis so that we do it. Yes. You know, yes. so that so that we commit that time together. And that's what it's for, God. We just believe that you're you that you've asked us to take that time mm -hmm. to share the good news of the gospel. Simple as that. Yeah. That's all we want to do. And, and we thank you for the opportunity, God. Mm -hmm. And we just pray, Lord, for the future, for this next week and uh, however long it is that we do this, mm -hmm. um, that your word would go forth in, in spirit and in truth. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> yes, God, we thank you. We honor you. We thank you for the Bible, your written word, your living word that teaches us and reminds us and comforts us. It changes us. We pray, Lord, please, please bring the body of Christ together and let us act as you have directed us, united under Jesus Christ. Grant each believer a loving heart to accommodate our fellow Christians and all your children placed with your purpose onto our very paths, Lord. Yes, each and every person, Christian or not, we pray for your guidance in those interactions and your love and your understanding. Hallelujah, Lord. Let every denomination put prejudice aside and submit to you and your will, but demonstrating such a true grace that only can be taught and shared by Jesus. We want that grace towards others, Lord. Enable the fold of Christ to raise the banner of love, upholding your righteousness in every single community. We feel this so strongly, God. You have placed us where we are, each and every one of us, wherever that may be. Help us, your church, the body of Christ, to serve Jesus, to overcome the challenges that we know full well lay ahead so that your name will be praised throughout the world. Amen. 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 2 Corinthians 1, 9 through 11. 
It has taught us to lose all faith in ourselves and to place all of our trust in God, who has rescued us from terrifying encounters with death. And now we fasten our hopes onto him. Continue to deliver us from death yet again, God, as we labor together with prayer and worship. Because there are so many interceding for us, our deliverance will cause even more people to give thanks to God. What a gracious gift of mercy surrounds us because of prayer. Wow. Amazing God that he just writes in his word, his living raw word, a circumstance that matters now, 2,000 years ago, 100 years from now. Think about it too like this for a minute. We, like Apostle Paul, get to get to love God and we also can cry out to the Lord in our distress. God's word is so loaded with examples of faith under fire. And although our circumstances through history might be different right now, we too see havoc upon us and we undergo illness, distress, loss, heartache in our own lives and in the lives of those we love and we cry out to the Lord. And because he knows us each by name, we have hope. Trusting God sends comfort and reassurance in his perfect timing when we seek him in prayer. Like when we receive the devastating news or undergo a health crisis, we might feel crushed. We will feel crushed in the distress and weak and wondering we need to, in that moment, invite Holy Spirit within. The messenger of God coming to reassure us in our time of need. Because when we even while terrified, fall to our knees with a display of pure trust in God, an example of where our posture before the Lord will be when we face him in our darkest hour, while surrendering our control of the outcome. I face in this this week. We face it throughout our day in a small moment in something that feels catastrophic, but trust in the Lord because emotional pain and heartache from physical loss or worse yet about assuming what might come it'll take our breath away and remove our words but please please know please know that when we come trembling before god with the devastation of whatever it is we're carrying he sees our misery he does not want us to live in it or drown in it the doubt fear and hesitation are laid before him truthfully come to him truthfully unseen our spirit cries out to God and even though we're exhausted you know and exposed to our own vulnerability in things we fully submit our warring emotions to him and he glazes it over with a calm that we just don't understand but it is there as a result too I think you know we physically slowly can feel a warmth in the very pit of our soul that spreads like this soothing water like a balm I guess like to calm our emotions it's just this wave that washes over God hears our cries he sees our surrender to him in the midst of that and Jesus picks up those pieces that we lay before him and he methodically puts them in order as Holy Spirit envelopes as he literally he is here among us with new courage hold on to that in any circumstance my friends hold on to it. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 13 until then, there are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love, yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. And I worked on this message a little bit this week, and this verse came up through, through different devotionals that we worked on to, this week together, Mike and I, or a couple alone. And it's so true. You know, my friends, we've really, sometimes we've been deceived 
by the world's view on all that and love and love in your marriage, which is important and love of your children and your parents. But it's a love that goes beyond all of that. And it's a love that is filled with hope and trust in God. And because we can get to that place of our love with him, it will pour over into our daily relationships, interactions, into other people's lives. We might not even know anything about what's going on in their personal life. Man, we've received this inheritance in the kingdom of God. And we can possess that inheritance by faith, you know, like we've been taught that first for salvation and then for everything that God calls us to do and be on his behalf and on behalf of his kingdom. And we get to possess our salvation by faith when we express it truly in the absolute surrender to the Lord's will. Like with risk-taking obedience, bold, 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 my word for 2021. And even though the fullness of our inheritance will only be experienced in heaven, we can see, we can see that reward in the distance when our eyes remain on Jesus. And it's in this hope too of that eternal union that is eternity promised. Wow, and an unbroken relationship with God that will strengthen our faith here for whatever it is we're going through. So when we believe our inheritance by faith and we receive and live in the very love of God that is promised to each and every one of us, this love will be what we respond to at the very moment of salvation. And this love marks us, marks each of us in a way that we might not see ourselves, but we can see it in others as citizens of God's kingdom and fellow heirs with Christ and love love pours out that transforms all we do and all we are into vessels vessels on behalf of our loving god so god's kingdom is given through faith and hope and love and we can trust that and we can rely on it and when we turn our backs on him for a moment he's still waiting their arms open it's never too late to turn to god it's never too late to read the bible to talk to jesus to pray to sing to cry just sit silent with him. It's never too late. There's a moment in every breath we take to, to take advantage of those visits with him, those interactions with the very presence of him around us. Ephesians 6, 17 through 18. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies and take the mighty razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God and pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times and pray the blessings of God upon all his believers. So our prayers ask for God's intervention, right, and deliverance of others. And living on mission with Jesus requires that we occasionally face attacks, unseen attacks, kind of like our inner heart feels like there's this peril happening. And the enemy of our souls, it plots our demise. It really does. And however, God's protection through mercy carries us. I experience that. Sometimes you feel the rug is pulled out from under you and you just can't catch your breath. But that's not the truth. That's the lie of the enemy. The truth is, is that God's mighty hand is carrying us. It might not be the outcome we want. It might not be what we planned and set aside 10 years of planning for. But no, 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 that his plans are far beyond what we can imagine when we can relinquish to that. God's grace extends to our lives and we humble ourselves. We honor him. We praise him. We love him. We worship him. And there's no greater expression of humility when we are truly trying to live with Jesus. And we don't do it perfect because only Jesus is perfect. But when we're humble and authentic with God, knowing that he reads our hearts, but yet he wants us to trust him enough to speak it to him. It's beautiful. It's prayer. It acknowledges our very need of him, not just for protection either, but for actual relationship. Like Jesus is our best friend. 
and our Savior, and all things wrapped in one. Our hope is in God, not in ourselves. We set our hope in God that we get to live. We get to live in constant communion with him. Even if we're not taking advantage of that offer, he is there. And we are going about our day with our to-do lists, but yet he is there waiting. So seek him, seek him. Psalm 150, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the sky, which testifies to his strength. In his sanctuary, a church building, in the sky, in your backyard, it is all the presence of God. It doesn't matter where it is. It's right here in this little garage that we love. It's right there in your living room. It's right there on the exercise bike while I'm listening to the podcast about God. He is everywhere and everything. And what happens in moments of worship and praise and prayer, you know, sometimes it's like, well, we seek his presence and we work our way through a familiar song or we're waiting for this fresh experience of wisdom and encouragement that Holy Spirit pours into us. And when we think of those answers, which are just small pieces of his magnificence, it'll unveil something of the true nature of what takes place in our lives, in our hearts, in our very being, when we lift our hands in awe, turn our faces to him in worship. God communicates to us through gospel word, through prayer, through calling forth responses from us, and so like returning prodigal sons all the time, like every day, our sins, as we come home to him, are forgiven. They are. It's a truth that you can hold on to in it. Embrace that love. He runs to meet us through words of pardon, through affirmation, through this peace again that pours into us. We hear Christ speaking his living words of salvation powerfully into our lives, and we get to be part of that and witness to that in other people's lives, that is, it's breathtaking. You can't even imagine, can you? When you experience that and you see someone else's walk of healing and wholeness in Christ, hallelujah. John 1 verse 16, for we have all received from him the fullness of one gracious gift after another. So when we come to Christ with joy in our hearts, prayer in our lips, and these praises growing pouring forth, even if you're feeling like you're mad and frustrated with God, he is beyond eternity. Nothing ever would turn him from us. He wouldn't think, oh, that's icky. He wants to hold you. Pour out the praise, pour out the questions, pour out the argument. Listen for his response, his teachings, his comfort, his correction, his rebuke, his never-ending love. It's all of it. Man, you'll be so startled by the beauty. I'm startled by the very beauty of his welcoming heart. Always. Let Jesus draw us in through the depth of that love, you know, because his heart is a magnificent heart that removes the title of shame, a burden with all the harshness that might be appropriate in worldly view. But he takes that shame and fills it with a love that just drops you. He embraces the repentant soul with so much more openness than we're able to measure or feel, my friends. And all praise and honor to you, God, for that. Hi, King of Heaven. Wow, my King forever. With praise in our hearts, worship in our voices, all these things that are just such a truth. Jesus walks with us into the days ahead. He's right behind us when you look backwards over the years you've gone through. He has this perfect balance and proportion that are never overreacting, never excusing either, and never lashing out. It's, it's the moment that you know that he 
understands what we're going through. He does not accept it as far as, okay, you can do that. He wants us corrected in a love that will make us stronger and of his kingdom and stronger and of his people and stronger in that eternity that we will walk with him. Hebrews 11 verse 1, now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. So let's build into our lives unhurried prayer where we pause to consider the radiance of who Jesus really is. Oh my goodness, God, God, praise him unreservedly, raw, wide open to our very innermost thoughts as well out loud with our voices, deep inside with our heart. Allow Holy Spirit to sing with us. He sings with us. Ask him to pour out our anguish, pour out our happiness, our grief, our forgiveness, our celebration, all things, all things, not just pieces of things. Because even though we cannot see it or touch it, heaven is as real and vital to us in our prayers and in our worship as oxygen is to our lungs. Breathe that deep air of Holy Spirit in. Breathe into our lungs the air we can't see and we get to live, you know? And it's the same way when we worship, I believe and feel, we breathe heaven into our souls and we live filling our hearts with this unseen life-giving atmosphere of heaven. Man, faith convinces us that we are in the realm of heaven as we worship. It encourages us to breathe deeply, pray honestly, that we might become more fully alive in Christ, for Christ's people, for his kingdom. That's amazing grace that he gives us that job title. Psalm 151 through 6. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the sky, which testifies to his strength. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the blast of the horn. Praise him with the lyre and the harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and the flute. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clanging cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do not be silenced. Praise, praise, praise the Lord. Sing out loud to the holiest of holy, holy, holies. Hearts filled with praise, gratitude. It's bringing us to our knees, man, right to our knees in that place of centering and relationship with him. Gracious Lord of all. We sing and we pray, acknowledging with grateful hearts all he has done for us, you know, and all he is doing for us. And it challenges us too to seek out and find our places in the story of Christ's kingdom and look for Jesus for the answers. Look for him to write the new chapters of our story here while we're living in this earth. You know, praise does that so much more effectively than complaining for sure and it not only makes us aware of our ties to the saints who've gone before us it'll challenge us to build upon that past take that into the present and hope for that in the future and other generations that come behind us our worship and praises are heard in heaven and it's a glimpse too that holy spirit he awakens to us and awakens within us and it's a future at his side when we're all called home when we're all called home, when we know him as our risen Savior and put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone. Philippians 1 verse 9, And I pray this, that your love may abound even more and more in knowledge and every kind of insight, so that you can decide what is best and thus be sincere and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God.
And so my friends, really, in all the turmoil of daily life, right? Going to work, getting the kids ready for school, all those things, all the way to the turmoil of what's going on globally. We must worship now in light of God's future for us, in ways that are helpful to each and every person. Jesus Christ loves all of us who know him. He has always welcomed us when we seek salvation, when we seek him. Just as much as he ever did while walking this earth with us, you know. He extends that invitation to each and every person, whether we've never known him before. If you've not yet known him, he's there waiting for you to invite him in. Or if we've taken our eyes off him for a while, we knew him once and we just don't feel he's near. He is near and he's waiting for that moment of you to get into that praise for all that he is, all that he was. That gratitude, that thankfulness and that surrender that you will trust your life and your plans to him. Use simplicity like an honest, genuine, awkward prayer and adoration with such authentic, maybe off-key voices sing and worship that he will hear us in the whisper, in the silent thought, in the outside yelling. We are able to clearly hear and recognize his voice within us. That's his amazing grace that he hears us. He sings with us. He cries with us. He laughs with us. A regular prayer life and steady worship Fill it with admiration and surrender. Oh, it has such beauty and a weight in it that is like a comfortable, heavy blanket of love. It'll capture the hearts of those around us too. By his blood, Christ has brought us all the way from behind this curtain into a new blessed way of life and worship before the face of God. The new covenant with him in the New Testament takes place in heaven. It is so, so spiritual in that realm and regenerative in every nature. The prayer that we pray, Lord, I need you. Or, Lord, my neighbor is ill and does not yet know you. They need you. Or any prayer that you can imagine, he hears it. And he dwells in it. And he asks us to pray more and trust more and give more and pray more and pray for those that we don't like and worship with those that we don't like the song they're singing. He asks us to do all things with our eyes on him, for him, because of him. Romans 14, verse 11. It is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me and every tongue will give praise to God. Our worship here right now in these times gets to be marked by God's vibrancy and promises. And it's a confidence we can draw on. We get to come, we get to come near this throne of grace and ask Jesus for help in times of need, in times of gain of celebration. In times of worry, stress, he is there. I just can't get over that enough. And I know this is overwhelming and repetitive, but he is here right now in this very room. He's right there with you, wherever you're listening to, whenever you're listening to this message from him. Just know that he's there and just remember that. Hold on to that when all else feels completely upside down. It's his help that'll create harmony between all his followers and all his people, and it will capture all age groups. It's his help that we need to share Christ in ways that speak to all circumstances. It's his help that offers hope and gives souls opportunities to sing, to write, to speak, to pray with such a full range of emotion from this wailing lament to this uninhibited joy that makes you giggle while you're singing worship. So as we become aware, become aware, know this, that there's this great cloud of witnesses that are fellow worshipers with us, 
fellow prayer warriors with us, we will gain a new sense of this continuity of God's kingdom throughout all time from the very first moment of creation across all the ages. He is all that is, all that was, and all that will be. Wow, again, I'm like completely humbled, completely humbled with these thoughts. What a beautiful moment in time this is for all of it. Some of it feels ugly. Some of it feels precious and beautiful. It's a beautiful moment in time because it's his moment. We're so, so grateful. May we understand that spiritual growth is about experiencing, experiencing God's eternal truths while living in this temporary world. We, each of us, too, are being made new, new every day through the grace of Jesus and Holy Spirit lives in us. Lord's hope never fails. And if we have this desperate dependence on Christ, Holy Spirit and God, they're right there. They're right there. We can't do a single thing of value for this eternal realm without the power of God, without the approval of God, without the blessing, without the encouragement and wisdom. Man, the following is a prayer it's a prayer from us to all of us, you know, as we head into the week ahead. Live in the light of eternity. Holy Spirit is the key to wisdom. Life is short, life is short, and life fully surrendered to Christ with no regrets is the way to live. Be satisfied each day by God's unfailing love rather than the status of the world, its success or approval. Live for God's work rather than our own, God's deeds rather than our own deeds. Recognize the beauty of the Lord in one another, in one another, and seek his favor above the favor of others. It's all God who establishes our work so that the fruit of our lives bears his fruit. Bears his fruit. Thanks, everybody. Wow, God, we celebrate with you. We rely on your leading. We lift your name high, high, so, so high, Lord. We are sorry for those times we've responded to your word with arguments, with delays, excuses. Please forgive us and help us to obey, joyfully obey you, Lord, and immediately surrender to you. Thank you that the joy of living with you, Jesus, far outweighs anything that we have left behind. We absolutely adore you. Oh, yes. Thank you for asking us to be fishers of men, to be puzzle pieces in the salvation story of your people. We pray hope. We pray healing. We pray love. Oh, we pray love. We pray deliverance. We pray revival. We pray boldness. We pray for your protection and healing among your broken, hurting people. We pray all things, trusting in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.